Hello and welcome. I'm Jeff Bonanno, and you are listening to the Do Something Nice podcast. Do, 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 do something, 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 do something, do something, do something, do something nice, 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 do something nice, do something nice, do something nice. Hello, my friend, and welcome to another episode of Do Something Nice. How has today been going for you? I hope well, and I hope this is another day you realized it's a good day to be around. I know, I know, there's sometimes is so much going on that you just don't care anymore. If only you can just make it through your day. I hear a lot of Monday groans sometimes from people, but hey, at least you are around to make those groans, right? Treat each day as a day that you can make a difference in your life or somebody else's. And when your day is over, do a quick self-evaluation to see if you can say you made a difference, even in the slightest. If not, then figure out what you can do tomorrow to change that. And if you can say you are doing something for someone else to make a difference and you continuously are doing such, don't forget to treat yourself. Take care of yourself, because if you don't take care of number one, that's you. You can't take care of others. Maybe it's time for a vacation. Are you a woods kind of person or a beach kind of person? Now, personally, I love the woods, but the rest of my family, well, they love the beach. Nothing wrong with that, because I do appreciate the tranquility of the beach. The beach never seems to lose its special touch, does it? The soft sand and rolling waves instantly make us forget about all of our worries and instead focus on the amazing view in front of us. Summer at the beach calls for wavy hair, tan lines, and the eternal scent of sunscreen. With longer days of full sun and countless summer books to read, it's no surprise summer is everyone's favorite time of the year, especially if it's winter time for you. Whether you're planning on spending the entire summer by the ocean, or you're gathering around a blazing bonfire with close friends and family, the beach is always there to wrap its breezy warmth around you. Now, a lifeguard is a rescuer who supervises the safety and rescues of swimmers, surfers, and other water sports participants, such as in a swimming pool, water park, spa, beach, or even a river. Nick Tomalowix, an everyday hero, despite being a retired lifeguard, risked his life to save two boys floating out to sea one day. It all started on a breezy day at the beach in August 2013, when Nick's attention was drawn to a commotion at the beach. He was at his friend's birthday party, which was held at San Francisco's Candlestick Point Park, when he heard screams at the beach that ultimately had his attention. He quickly left the bratwurst he was grilling and ran to the beach to see what was happening. As he got there to investigate what was happening, he realized there was a rowboat which was caught in a current holding two boys pulling them away. Jack Ollinger and Christian Pryfogel, both 12 years old, were caught in the rowboat. The eight-foot dinghy was taken out by the boys in a bid to retrieve a football lost to the sea. Unfortunately, a beach umbrella rigged to the small rowboat caught the wind and aggressively pulled their boat past calm waters. Into the raging current, they lost control of their borrowed boat. And despite trying to row back in a panic, they were no match for the raging waters. 
We were crying and yelling at each other to keep rowing, said Christian. Speeding half a mile to the furthest point covered in sand, Nick could barely see the boat on the horizon, and he knew the boys wouldn't last out there. A similar accident where the victim was exposed to a temperature lower than 55 degrees happened at the same beach a year earlier. The victim died an hour later due to the exposure to low temperature. Nick could recall that event in his head, and so he was trying to figure out how he could swim towards the boys in a straight line. The former lifeguard jumped into the water. He would raise his head out of the water every time after reaching home about 500 yards to see how much closer he was to the boys. At one point, he considered turning back. Nick said, I wondered if I was putting my life at risk. Nick pondered that for a while. But after 30 minutes of swimming against the current, he had already swum a mile from shore, but close enough to rescue the boys. He yelled to the boys to take down the umbrella. After some hassle, the boys were able to finally free the umbrella, which was held by a tangle of bungee cords and duct tape. Thereafter, Nick was able to reach the boys and climbed aboard. Despite taking over the rowing, though, Nick was no match for the current. One of the boys, Jack, suggested they aim for the pier, a dock at the abandoned Navy shipyard half a mile away. Nick heeded, but soon after, events took a traumatic turn again as they got hit by the waves and their boat began to sink. Luckily for the boys, they had life jackets on, and so Nick decided he would pull the boys towards the pier by holding the tops of their jackets while he used the other arm to sidestroke them to the pier. The boys floated on their backs for Nick to achieve this. The boys reached the pier 30 minutes later and signaled until a Coast Guard boat came to pick them up. And despite a bit of hypothermia, Nick greeted the parents of the boys with a smile after they arrived. It was American author Perry Moore who said, Once in a while, life gives you a chance to measure your worth. Sometimes you're called upon to make a split-second decision to do the right thing, defining which way your life will go. These are the decisions that make you who you are. And for Nick, he refused to do nothing, despite fear of his own life despite questioning if it's worth it. At the end of it all, Nick had the answer to that question. We all have to make split decisions sometimes, and those decisions can be good ones that impact others for the better. And these are the kind of stories I would love to hear. I always love hearing them, and I would love to hear them from you if you have any. So if you have something you would like to share, I'd love to hear it. You can send me your stories to share on this podcast by emailing me at mailbag at dosomethingnice.net. Well, my friend, that's it for this episode, and I certainly hope it either added to your wonderful day or helped make your day a little bit better. I would love to hear your feedback and ratings, so if you would like to follow this show on social media, you can on Facebook at Do Something Nice Podcast, on Twitter at Be a Nice Ninja, or you can also find this podcast at dosomethingnice.net or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Do Something Nice and the show's music is produced by myself. And special thanks to Adateo Tawakali too, who wrote the story for this week's episode. And thank you so much for listening in. And remember, to be a nice ninja and do something nice. Take care. <laughs>